Hello. Um, this is the first episode of Argue with the Wall, uh, my podcast. I'm Lily, and um, basically, as a little introduction to this show, I will typically have some 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 you know friends come on here and they will prepare their hot takes and we'll talk about you know things that we will just not change our mind about uh nothing too serious like not you know nothing crazy like if someone has a belief that hot dogs are the I don't even know <laughs> the the product of the government trying to poison people and nothing will change their mind. They'll probably tell you to argue with the wall because anything you say is just not going to change their mind. Nothing, nothing crazy here. Um, I also have a list of things that I just refuse to not change my mind about. And that's what this podcast is all about. Uh, Before we get started, I want to set the scene to give you guys a little bit of a visual. I'm currently in my new apartment. Um, I just moved into a new apartment uh, by myself. And, you know, living alone is great. Uh, Everything I have in here is my own. I don't have to share my space. Uh, if I don't want to do the dishes and I don't want to leave my dishes in there for a few hours, I can do that without getting reprimanded or feeling bad because it's in someone else's space. However, everything comes with a price because, um, my apartment doesn't have AC. Um, and it also doesn't have a washer and dryer in the unit. So, not only am I sweating balls uh, constantly, right now I have none of my fans running because it makes the noise in here, and it, you can hear it in the back of the recording. So I currently have no, <laughs> no fans going. I'm already sweating two minutes into this recording. And um, the washer and dryer, I can, I can fiddle around with it. Um... I also am having a little bit of an issue with some friends of nature. Uh, my worst nightmare has happened. I am, it, like, I, I am in the presence of some cockroaches. Now, this is, without being dramatic, one of my worst fears. And I live alone. And you'll eventually find out I'm a strong, you know independent woman. I love, you know, I'm, I'm not one to be scared of bugs. I'm really not. Like, I don't really like them, but, you know, I'm not going to cry about it. No. No, you put a cockroach in my room or in my bathroom, and I'm going to cry about it. I am. And I'm going to call my dad, and and I'm going to want a, wish that there was a man in my presence to do it for me, or anyone, for that matter. But I just feel like, stereotypically, hot take, killing bugs is a man's job. Like, just like how, I don't know, I don't want to say cooking is a woman's job, it's because it's definitely not, God. 
I don't know, whatever, you know, mundane thing is typically, like, geared towards, I don't know, online shopping, women love that shit. I do. But I, if I am given a cockroach, I can kill a spider, okay? Don't get me wrong. I can kill a fly, no problem. No problemo. But you put a fucking cockroach in my presence while I'm by myself specifically in the comfort of my own home, we're going to have issues. So, um, that's currently my, my state. I still have boxes and shit everywhere. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, I have a roof on my head. I do have some, uh, little bug friends, but that's all right. We'll deal with it as it comes along. I've, I've dealt with it a little bit in my own ways and with my landlord. So that's getting figured out. But anyways, that was a little brief hot take. Um, so to kind of get into what I'm going to talk about today. Um, oh, my phone might die. That's cool. Um, I have a couple of interesting topics that I feel very passionately about. (laughs) Okay. So there was a point, uh, many months ago where I was on a big dating app. I was in my dating app era and, you know, I had thought about this after swiping through countless profiles, um, just among the worst of the worst. And I wrote down male Tinder bios and where they went wrong. Um, they're also a make or break. If I'm going to decide if I'm going to swipe right or left on you, let me give you a couple examples, um, that I actually took from people's (laughs) Tinder profiles. First of all, I get it. Tinder was the first mistake I made. Not even just, you know, not even the bios. Those that, those in itself are the red flag, but Tinder was my first mistake. Anyways, in your bio, if you say, quote, I'm back, um, I'm going to assume immediately, whether it's true or not, that you probably fucked up or you ghosted a girl or whoever probably ghosted someone and I don't want that to happen. Also, you're basically admitting that you're a frequent Tinderer. I don't want to know that. I don't want to know if, you know, this is your fifth time around. Why would you want to admit that to anybody? That's, that is like worst case scenario. Being like, oh, hey, um, yeah, this is, you know, I'm back again. Good old Tinder. Here I am again. No, fuck that. I don't want, I don't want, I don't want to know (laughs) if you're back on Tinder again. Another one, quote, if you're looking for someone with the, and this is, okay, this is a actual quote that someone had in their bio, quote, if you're looking for someone with common sense, humor, and patience, dot, 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 look somewhere else. Now, I get it that it might be a joke or it might not be. But I saw a lot of these where it's like, oh, if you're looking for someone with stability and loyalty, keep swiping. Like, and I get some people use Tinder for purposes that are, you know, not for a relationship, for lack of better terms. But this is like, what woman 
and you know, I'm not judging other people's, but women, come on. What woman would want a guy <laughs> who is not respectable, doesn't have common sense, first of all, can we unpack that? And who doesn't have patience? Why would I ever want to engage? Why would I ever want to converse with someone who doesn't have patience, loyalty, respectability? Like, why would I ever even want to think about being with someone like that? And, you know, I don't know. I guess some people might be into, you know, the lack of respect some men have for other people, and especially women. You know, and and I get sometimes guys don't have senses of humor. Most of them do not, at least not up to my standards. But also, I don't think I could ever meet a man who's funnier than me. Not to sound conceited, but to sound conceited. Um, <laughs> another one that I found was, quote, I've lost hope for this app. Uh, this is kind of goes along with the I'm back in the sense that it kind of shows you've just been on the app for way too long. Like, move on to Hinge. Move on to Bubble. I don't know. Maybe say hello to a nice pretty girl in the library respectably. No. No. They have to just say, I've lost hope for this app. Okay, then buddy, why are you still on it? Why are you on it still? Riddle me that. Um, another thing I saw, there was a lot of Michael Scott quotes now, I watch, I've watched The Office, but that, that just, mm, I don't know, there, there's something about it that just gives me the ick immediately. That might be a personal thing uh, for me, and I don't really know what exactly it means. Don't feel like deep diving on that one. But that was also a, a deal breaker for me. Um, using the, like, pouty face emoji or, like, or the other emoji that is, like, the pouty face but is a smile and has tears down its face and its eyes. Um, <clears throat> if any guy actually uses those emojis um, at any point, not even in Tinder bios, I'm probably going to get the ick. Uh, those emojis are reserved for women and women only. Okay. Um, maybe I can let, you know, an LGBTQ plus community member slide in there who identifies as a male. I can let them slide in there. But in general, my god, those pouty emojis, women only. If I see any man using any straight man using those, and I am and I you know what I am going to be mean about it. <laughs> because women are allowed to have so few things, not even the rights on their bodies. But the pouty emoji is ours. Leave it to us. Don't take it away. You've already taken away too much. Another thing, uh, quote, better than your ex. Um, I feel like I don't need to speak too much on this because it is just that. Okay. Let me elaborate a little bit. Let's dissect better than your ex. First of all, what if my ex was really great and things just didn't work out? Are you going to be better? Like, okay. Not even that. Let's backtrack a little bit here. First of all, you're on Tinder. So am I, but... <laughs> I mean, you got me there. But, I don't know. Better than your ex. That just didn't sit right with me when I saw that. Um, and also... I saw a lot, quote, won't message first. Now, why are you telling me that? 
or I saw a lot of probably won't respond. Now, what the fuck? Why? I guess thanks for, like, admitting it so I, like, don't swipe right, like, so I don't match with you, but that's an immediate turnoff, in my opinion. I mean, these are all my opinions, but, like, I just, why would you, right off the bat, first impressions, hey, probably not gonna message you, definitely not gonna message you back, definitely not gonna message you first. I swear to God, some of these men on this app, (laughs) literally like didn't want to get a match with another girl I am so convinced of it um and what was the other point um where they can go right um this is like where they can where like the good bios um quote I saw this was a real one quote built like a sig now that's funny like, little self-deprecating jokes are usually a red or a green flag for me. Um, and honestly, no bio is, is the safest bet. If you're leaning for any of those deal breakers that I just talked about, just no bio. No bio. I honestly probably wouldn't even do Snapchat. Maybe Instagram if you're feeling it. I don't know. But I there's... Like, just, like, little things like that. Like, I wish I still had, you know, the app. I have Hinge, but Hinge is usually, like, a safer bet when it comes... Because there's, like, not really bios there. However, there are those, like, little prompts. Um, And I feel like most guys on Hinge are a little bit more respectable in the sense their bio or their prompt wouldn't say, not gonna message you back not messaging first like that just it just boggles my mind that (laughs) there were people that actually said that but anyways so there's my take on that one um another random one you know that I won't change my mind about and I feel extremely passionate about this one um Velveeta cheese is quite literally the most hazardous, disgusting, foul, ungodly substance on this fucking planet. Now, I know it's it's either black and white with Velveeta. People either love it, they would die for it, or they fucking hate it. And I'm one of those people's people's <laughs> I'm one of the people who fucking hate it. It's actually the the taste I, it gives my mouth. It's not, not only does it taste so artificial, but the thickness of it and the, it, it makes you like, like I'm, I'm thinking of those Velveeta cheese cups, like the mac and cheese cups and just the thick gooiness. I love cheese. I love mac and cheese. I, I adore it. Okay. I'm also not, you know, a stickler for artificial flavored things. I love a good artificial juice. Okay. Those freeze pops just had like seven of them. Those like juice freeze pops that are like two bucks. You get a bunch of them, stick them in the freezer. So good. And those are just straight probably chemicals. I don't know. Straight from the lab. 
which is fine. But there is something about a yellow goop that just really does not let me sleep at night. And what's worse is that there are people that enjoy it. There are people that enjoy that hazardous goop that makes me just lose my marbles. Just (laughs) literally like the worst substance you can think of. One of top 10 easily. That's up there with fucking, I don't know, acid, bleach. Actually, well, I don't know. I don't have enough time to think about other terrible substances, but goop and pasta are not meant to go together. Pasta is one of God's greatest gifts to mankind, and you're going to put yellow, thick, just goop together on it? You're going to disgrace pasta like that? No. I do not stand for it. If I see anyone have Velveeta cheese in their house, Velveeta cheese at a party, if I, I can, the thing is, is that there's a universal, um, you know, agreement that you can just, you can see when something has, is like a Velveeta mac and cheese. And nine times out of 10, you're probably not going to enjoy it. And 10 out of 10 times, it's going to give you a stomachache or make you shit yourself. I know the latter completely applies to me. So why would I ever want to eat a biohazardous goop with pasta whenever I could easily just have a quick butter noodle, salt pepper, parmesan cheese, fucking death row meal. That would be my death row meal. It would be, truly. Like, if you've never had it, let me give you a little recipe. This is not only for the broke bitches, but the depressed and also the busy. So the broke, the depressed, and the busy, this one's for you. Your noodles of choice, your favorite noodles, any noodles will work. Uh, typically, you know, day-old noodles works best, but they can be fresh out of the, the pot. You take a decent chunk of butter, lather up your noodles with some butter, and you can tell by consistency once, once they're all coated and they're glistening. Then you put on your little salt. Sometimes I'll do pepper. Sometimes, okay? And then this is, this is where it hits. You know that, like, craft parmesan cheese like the sawdust cheese yeah just coat the fuck out of those noodles i'm telling you it's so good like almost to the point where it's like a little dry and then if you do put a little too much on there which there's no such thing as you put a little bit more butter on it is like a cardiac arrest right there cardiac arrest and i'm okay with it which you might be thinking that's pretty you know hypocritical of you to say after you had just completely talked absolute utter shit on Velveeta cheese and how it is probably also a cardiac arrest. And you're right. You're right. But this is also my podcast. So I'm allowed to have those contradicting opinions. And there's nothing you can do about it. Because, you know, I, I enjoy a lot of butter. I also enjoy a lot of mayo. Um, mayo is one of the greatest substances because there's a list of top 10 worst substances and then a top 10 best substances. Mayo is on there. The best. I, and, and that's another thing. Some people either hate mayo or they love mayo. And I love mayo. There is just, just something so glorious 
about mayo that just tickles my fancy. All right. Um, another, you know, this, this will probably be the last, the last topic here. In relation to kind of going off of the Tinder excursion that we had earlier, um, ugly hot versus hot ugly. Now, hear me out. If there are any men listening to this right now, they might be a little confused because this is kind of, you know, I don't know if this applies to women, actually. I would hope not because I think all women are beautiful. However, that being said, there is something to say about ugly hot and hot ugly. Now, let me break it down for those who might be confused or need a refresher. Um, Ugly hot is when they're a little... (laughs) They're a little ugly, okay, but it makes them hot. So, you know, and I'm going to try and think of, you know, some famous people that fit underneath this category, but while I think of that, I also want to discuss the hot ugly, where, you know, there are generally very attractive men that they're like, too attractive to the point where you're like, "Mm, you know, he's, he's all right. He's okay. Like, I don't want to say Chris Evans because I think Chris Evans is very attractive. Um, I'll say Channing Tatum. I don't, he's like conventionally very hot, but I, but I, I find him, you know, a little, a little ugly sometimes. Uh, this also goes to, uh, say personally, I believe, uh, Pete Davidson is, well, no, he's ugly hot. He's a little ugly, which makes him hot. See, this is the rationale that we as women have. Um, I just typed in my phone, holy ugly, instead of hot ugly. So, um, that's how that's going. But yeah, this was a huge thing on, on TikTok about last year, uh, last summer. But, okay, another thing, um, another person, what's his name? Noah Beck. He, I would say he's hot ugly. Where it's, he's hot, but he's like, eh, he's a little ugly. Okay. Now this might sound completely bitchy of me and you're probably right, but that's all right because this is a podcast where we just let the feelings out. We just say all the most unhinged stuff that if anyone tried to argue with me or if I ever have anyone here on this podcast, um, they just will have to argue with the wall because I do not want to hear any opposing opinions. Um, this article is saying, um, you know, oh, Rami Malik. Now, what are people saying? Um, so this, this article is saying the ugly or hot ugly is basically any man who follows the stereotypical beauty standards but someone else might consider them to be less attractive or they don't tick all the boxes. So celebrities like Liam Hemsworth would be considered as hot ugly. It's kind of like how I said with Channing Tatum. Ugly hot is the opposite where it's a man who isn't conventionally attractive, but his edginess and his like quirks kind of make him a little, a little sexy. So for example, uh, some people are saying uh, Timothy Chalamet um, and... I guess Rami Malek is falling, falling under the, the ugly hot. 
Uh, this is also where Pete Davidson would fall under the category. Um, Paul Mes- Mescal, the guy from Normal People. Great show, by the way. Harry Styles, I'm going to have to vote. And I just think he's hot, hot. I don't think he's ugly, hot. Or I don't think he's hot, ugly. Yeah, everyone fucking agrees he's hot, hot because he is. Um, Rami Malek, ugly, hot. Duh. Everyone fucking agrees. It's literally 81% of people on this thing. Noah Beck, I'm going to say he's hot, ugly. Because, oh, and look at that. 65% of us agree. So it's things like that where um, there are, you know, <laughs> hot, hot. There's ugly, ugly. Um, personal also. Let's just get one thing straight. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Uh, so keep that one in mind when I'm talking, please. Um, Pete Davidson, like I said, everyone, it, it, like, let me click on this real quick. It's going to be ugly hot. Everyone's going to agree with me. Look at that. 87% of people think Pete Davidson is ugly hot. Okay, Robert Pattinson, I, you know what? I'm going to say it. Ugly hot. Sorry. Sorry, let's see how many people fucking agree with me. Okay, it's actually pretty split. We got 31% that says ugly hot, 33% that says hot ugly, and 36% that says hot hot. So, and like, let's keep them, like, these, there's like 8,000 people on here that are voting. So I feel like this is like a large majority. Adam Driver, I am fucking terrified of that man. I am absolutely fucking terrified of Adam Driver. Why, you may ask? Because. Because. And that's that's all the evidence I need to give. He's huge. He's he's just, a, like, that man is so fucking tall. His hands are huge. He's got a big head. So, anyways, I'm gonna say he's... I don't find him a hot, but I feel like a lot of people would say he's ugly hot because he's not conventionally hot. Yeah, 86 people. 86%. Now, Benedict Cumberbatch. <sighs> Ugly hot, but I don't find him hot. But I could see how people would find him hot. Noah Centeo. <laughs> Is there not an ugly, ugly button? They chose the worst picture of him, too, when he had his hair buzzed off. Liam Hemsworth. Okay, I mean, I find him hot, but, like, eh, you know. Eh. Now, Timothy Chalamet. What are we thinking here? What are we thinking? 10,000 people voted. Holy shit. You know, I'm going to say he's ugly hot, even though I think he's not ugly at all. But I think it is a matter of, like, you know, like the emaciated men who, you know, probably lack some zinc or iron, which is fine. I probably do. So, yeah, those are just a couple of things that I just refuse to change my mind about um and if anyone were to come up to me and and try to you know play the devil's advocate I'd say argue with the wall because I do not want to hear it I don't uh surprise that's the name of the podcast because this is one of my favorite things to do is to talk um so yeah I hope you enjoyed listening to me talk about a variety of things that I'm very passionate about that I will not change my mind about either. Um, and thank you so much for listening. And I will 
See you guys next week.